Hello, and thank you for listening to the fourth episode of Good Girls Behaving Badly. I'm Sydney. I'm Shanae. And thank you for tuning in and keep coming back. So, oh yeah, today's 9-11, so we wanted to it start is. off talking about 9-11 and kind of a flashback our experience. on our experience during 9-11. We were in fourth grade. Uh-huh. And you know what? <clears throat> I remember we was in class and it was like, pack up your things, everyone's going to the cafeteria. Mm. And everyone kept asking why, what's going on, and they wouldn't say anything. And, like, the lights were turned off. And mm. Everyone was just sitting in the cafeteria. And parents started coming in. And I was mm. like, okay. <laughs> oh, is this a half day? <laughs> you know? You was about to get hyped like that. Well, I mean, they weren't answering any questions. Mm. And we were just sitting there. And parents started coming to pick up kids. And my mom picked me up. And I was like, what is going on, mom? What's going on? And, and she started to explain it. And, of course, I'm not really understanding it. Right, right. And all I could think was... I have family in New York. Right. Is everyone okay? And she was like, you know, I'll be really good. It didn't hit me, I think, until when I got home and we were watching the news. I felt like I watched it like 50 million right. times. Right, and you actually saw the buildings. Mm-hmm. You could see. And, you know, we're young, so that's just, yeah. it was scary. I, I feel like now that I'm looking back, I'm like, why did my parents let me watch it? <laughs> right. I literally sat and watched it for the whole rest of the day. I've watched coverage for a long time, mm-hmm. and I'm a person where, like, I'm really, really sensitive to, like, stuff like that, violence, mm-hmm. death, like, anything like that, it really bothers me. Right. And so that's why I wonder why my mother let me watch it, because it's <laughs> like, she know how I get. Right. But I watched that for hours. Yeah. I mean, you see the footage of people jumping out the windows. Yes. It was so and much. And dust storm, and I mean, it was crazy. And, like, I didn't really get it. You didn't, you didn't. You didn't get it till like later. I feel like right. in life. Yeah. But at the time, it was like, what is this? Yeah. For me, you know how like at elementary school you have like the electives, different days. It was library day, so we was in the library and my the well, she wasn't the teacher, the librarian. She was just like, <gasps> and then like she ran to the back, and so she left all of us kids like in the library, and we all like, um, okay. And so her and another librarian came out. And was just like, um, I think everyone's going to be dismissed to their homerooms. And we're just like, um, okay. And then she turned on the news. Now, at that point, thankfully, they didn't, like, show what was happening. But, like, you could see, like, breaking news at the bottom of the screen. And so I'm just like, okay, something's going on. Like, at that point, I knew something was going wrong. And so then we got dismissed to our homeroom. And our um, teacher just told us to, like, sit in our seat. And we're like, okay. Like, how many times are you just told to sit in your seat and not do anything? So, it was just like, yeah, what the they heck? weren't explaining anything. Right. What's going on? So, then, like, our teacher's like, we are, some people are going home early and some people aren't. Um, and so, then, like, the announcements came on. And they said, if you hear your name, come to the office because you're being dismissed. And so, everybody's name's getting called, blah, blah. And then I hear them say, Rebecca Scott. Rebecca Scott is my aunt. And at that point in time, my aunt was living with us. And then I heard fussing in the background. So I was like, that's me. (laughs) I was like, that's my cue. And so they never actually said my name, but I knew that. That was your people. That was my people. They was fussing in the office. And I heard my aunt's name. So I left. My aunt picked me up. I don't even... I guess my brother got picked up too, but I can't even, honestly, I don't remember, remember right, it was where kind of my brother was at any point during the whole day. I don't remember seeing him, but I'm sure he was there. Um, and so then, like, we came home, and I, like, really feel like I sat did in we, front of TV all did day. Did we go to school the next day? No, I know I didn't. I don't think I did either. Um, but, like... I know my parents was like, you have the option. So, like, school was open. I don't think But I my did. mom was like, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. And it's funny. I was talking about it with my mother this morning. And I was like, I don't even really understand why they let us out necessarily. She was like, but she was like, under the circumstances. They like, didn't know. You just wanted to be with your people. Yeah. You didn't know what was happening, what was going to happen. And they, I think they and also didn't know, like, how many locations were getting hit. Because it was... In New York, and then a little something happened with the, the Pentagon. Pentagon. Right. And so the Pentagon is a little bit closer to us. Right. And, and so, so I think 
it was just like panic she mode. Like, she was like, I think everyone just wanted to like get their people and get home. Right. And just to see what was going to happen. I feel like that next. was the closest thing like to the apocalypse. <laughs> like everybody just wanted to get their people together and be in their house. I mean, that's definitely scary. I mm-hmm. think sometimes even now it's like, you know, it's bad. And you look at other countries like, oh my God, that's terrible. That's terrible. But it didn't happen to your country. Right. It didn't happen to you. Even sometimes mm-hmm. in the United States, a hurricane comes or tragedy, and it's terrible, and it's bad, but it was in California. Right. So it's like, you feel for them, don't get me wrong, but it's like... It's, it's so like, far removed. Right. So this was something where it was, like, so close. And, you know, I had family in New York. Yeah. At the time, my aunt was in D.C., was working in D.C., so mm-hmm. it kind of, it struck it struck a chord. Yeah. So, so I remember, like, I watched it the whole day. And like I said, I don't know why my mother let me watch it, but I watched it the whole day. And then, like, I slept in my mother's bed. I mean, I'm scared. Yeah, I was in fourth grade. Come on. So I slept with my mom that night, and, like, I know we stayed home the next day. And then it was, like, not necessarily back to regularly scheduled program because it was a topic of discussion for a long time. weeks, months to continue. But um, then, like, we were home from school the next day, and then we went back to school that Thursday because it happened on a, yeah, it happened on a Tuesday. Um. And then I remember that I was supposed to go see Lion King that weekend in New York. And so my mom, she was like, because we had already bought the tickets, everything was like a bus trip. And she was like, we don't have to go if you don't want to go. And so I said no. And so we stayed home. Um, I think the Lion King like reimburses for the tickets or whatever. But some people that were on the bus trip did go. They said it was so empty in there like I, I would think nobody would want to yeah, it's like, just eerie it's yeah. just the so city like, was definitely quiet for a period after that they had balcony seats but they let them go sit in the front because it was so empty like there was nobody there um think, and so I'm like I'm glad we didn't go because I just feel like it probably would have ruined it <laughs> like anyways it wouldn't have been fun like I think there was a, a definite pause yeah you just pause for a minute and stay home and yeah. you just kind of reflect it and i think it's i don't know it's a scary world we all know it's a scary world mm-hmm. but sometimes when things happen like you said at a closer radius to you it it strikes a different type of emotion so yeah we certainly don't forget those lives lost and i do hope that the family and friends are able to maybe have made some type of peace with the situation because it's always hard to lose a loved one. And then under these circumstances, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't know if you can ever really be recover. satisfied or recover from that. But you know, something that like I realized and I saw it like on Instagram is that a student, like their teacher right. told them to write about 9-11. And I think they were like one or not even born. So they didn't... It's like, being taught in schools now. Yeah, but it was like they don't have an experience from when that happened to even write about. So it's like that kind of mind boggles me to realize that it's, it's kids now in school that like they didn't experience it. So they only know from pictures, video, from what they're told, but they didn't experience how it really was during that time. So that's just crazy for me to realize too. I mean, I remember it vividly, but it has been a long time. It it's has. Been what, 15 years? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that is a long time Yeah. from when it happened. So, mm-hmm. I get it. But that was our little, we wanted to do a little 9-11 reflection. Yeah. And I'm sure anyone our age, you all have your own stories or thoughts mm-hmm. and can remember that day for whatever you saw or experienced. Right. So, so. now we're going to get into the media. You know, that's how we usually start the show anyway. So time for the juicy stuff so you know new york fashion week is going on right now one day we're gonna attend and we're gonna like blog yes we're gonna be good girls in valley in mm-hmm. new york fashion week that yep. will happen one day it will happen Speak stamping it. it yes okay so <laughs> we're gonna talk about kanye and his yeezy show so first there was some controversy controversy with his multiracial casting this only. man a lot of people made the assumption that when he said multiracial the default would be like some sort of European white descent and African whatever descent. He was multiracial in most people's mind means Mixed. red bone, three curl pattern. Right. Like. So that was that was the thought. However, 
if you saw the Yeezy show right. and the models casted, that may not really been, I think by multiracial, he was looking for well, more women of color. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the protesters who were bashing him kind of had to retreat just a little bit. Well, yeah, because like, okay, so in the interview, he said what he wanted was all different shades of black. And he was like, he didn't know a way to say that and be politically correct. And but I agree, thing, there's no way to say that. But you don't say multiracial. Because multiracial does, it has never meant all shades of black. That's not what it means. And so, I kind of still feel like they were all right to protest. I don't. Because he admitted that his word choice was bad. But just like he said, there's no way in heck he could sit up here and say, shades of black women only. Model calls, they specify the kind of women they want all the time. So he could have done that. No, but we we all know for a fact that we get judged differently. Now, personally, I wish he could I wish he would have been bold enough to be like, I just want black women. But that's not we get we get everything we do is worse than what they do. We know that. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, it's not, but I get him wanting to find another way to say it. I do understand that. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the fashion industry is dominated by those people. Right. I will say that from what I've seen so far, I have seen a lot of cultural diversity in models. Mm-hmm. So touche to people who are trying to be more inclusive of everyone. And I hope they're not doing it by force. Because it's a trend. Right. I hope <laughs> it's a genuine type of thing behind it. Even with the music selections, if you notice it's a lot of hip hop. It's mm-hmm. a lot of you know, our culture being displayed even when it comes to fashion and hairstyles and stuff like that. So I feel like just give credit where credit is due. Yeah, That's and so opinion. like my, I agree with that. So it's like I I'm thankful for what he did, the actions. Right. Like what the result was. But I just wish he would have went about it a different way. I just wish he wouldn't have said multiracial. That's just What would you have wanted him to say? All shades of black. Or ethnic women, like okay, ethnic not, women that would have been better. Yeah, like um, so we, we hear ethnic we, we get to the from. show. Um, it's still very warm. It's not like fall temperatures <laughs> just yet. So models were passing out. Mm-hmm. Um, heels were breaking. There were a few models who I don't know how they got casted because they was walking like they have never been in a <sighs> pair of heels in life so i don't know what you had to do during that casting i was really trying to figure out but i was like are they supposed to be walking like that i was trying to figure out if it was the models that were chosen or if it really was was the the heels they were like because i I feel like heels haven't broken that much because i mean some of the models look like right so i'm like maybe they were scared for their heels to break that's i'm gonna give them the benny and say that they were scared that their heel was going to break. Or that it was cracking and they had to, you know, make it happen. I don't know. But, <laughs> but. that t- certainly wasn't his best show. He got a lot of criticism, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I've never been a big fan of his clothing line. Um, but I don't have to. Plenty mm-hmm. of people like it and plenty of people buy it. So it really doesn't matter. I do want to rant a little bit. Um, there was one show, I forget the designer name, sorry, Young Thug was at, um, the designer who made that dress for his album cover, and (laughs) during the show, he got up and fixed a model's coat, like, just stopped the show, and I thought, I hope you're friends with the designer, because if I was a designer, I would be be like, what are you doing? Stopping my show to fix his collar, which, to be honest, I don't feel like he did anything when I watched the clip, but... The point of this rant is to say, so many people giving giving him backlash and other celebrities about their um, clothing these days, and maybe they're trying to be different. Why is it that, why why can't we accept our people trying to do something different, or maybe trying to express themselves a little bit differently? Mm-hmm. We don't always have to do the skinny jeans and t-shirts. Like, I love the fact that it seems like, you know, a lot of more artists are into the high fashion mm-hmm. and getting into that market. Why can't we do everything that everybody else do? So why pigeonhole ourselves to be like, oh, he gay, oh, he whatever, mm-hmm. that's not manly. Like, granted, I don't always understand, quote-unquote, high fashion, and I don't always like it, but I feel like if we're wanting to be a part of that world and we like it and we want to add our two cents to it, why can't we? Why are we, like, shaming us by wanting to take part in that? I think it's because of the stigma in our community, honestly. I yeah. feel like people were, 
I feel like it's been so many years of us having to be careful of what we wear and be careful how we're portrayed that now when something different occurs, it's like, mm, wait a minute, you can't do that, blah, blah. And so I feel like in a way our conditioning has made us turn against one another when someone acts out of the norm or does something that we feel like isn't straight or isn't masculine enough. And so I feel like that's just part of the stigma in our community, unfortunately, that we have to fight against and deal with. Another problem that we got to face. But I just, I really feel like that's what it is. And it's unfortunate, but we just got to continue to not like, not feel like you have to shy away from standing out, but continue to stand out and not let anybody that's down talking you stop you from doing that. And also, I feel like today it's kind of cool to be weird. Mm-hmm. And once upon a time, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, I remember I saw this meme, like, y'all was making fun of us in middle school, and now y'all want to be us. Right. Kind of, sort of, because, like, it's kind of trendy to be offbeat now. Mm-hmm. I feel like, whatever you guys want to do, do. I'm just saying, let's not shame people for different style or different views. Let's just embrace everybody. Right. That's my final point. <laughs> okay, so... Do we have a would you rather question for the day? No, because I can't oh. find it. I'm the sorry, The one week guys. I remember. You do. <laughs> I, I can't find the link. So we have to skip that well, today. Actually, I, we can use what we were talking about earlier. It's a picture, um, and it says one has to go. Oh, right. And it's uh, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Prince, and Beyonce. I said Beyonce can go, sorry. But to me, it's like, don't get me wrong, she will forever like go down in history. However, um, I'm sorry, she hasn't surpassed them yet in my eyes. Um, I said you can get rid of Prince's music. Now, I like Prince, but I'm not a major, major fan, so mm-hmm. his music disappearing wouldn't impact me. So for all the Prince lovers or people to be like, Oh, you don't like old school, shut up. <laughs> I love but you know me, I love old school. I love all types of music. I'm talking music, even music going back to like the 1940s. So mm-hmm. top that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Prince, because only like a couple of his songs. Like I wasn't a huge, huge fan of his. I'm a major fan of Beyonce, Whitney, and Michael. So I can live without Prince. I think for me, I looked at it not only their music, but also the impact that they had on the music industry. Once again, <laughs> I can go without Prince. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm keeping steady to that. I can't get rid of Michael. I couldn't get rid of Whitney. And I love Beyonce. So, sorry, Prince. Bye. Sorry, Beyonce. You can you can skedaddle for me. <laughs> okay, so um, tonight's topic is called Friendship is a Two-Way Street. And so this kind of started from my original blog post, which you can check that out on our site, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. It all started with this meme because I really got tired of this meme. And it says, we're adults and busy. No reason to be in constant contact with you to prove my friendship to you. Just know when and if you need me, I'm here. I don't like that statement or that meme. Because my thing is this. If you don't hear from me for over a period of time, know that I don't, I'm not banging with you no more. Mm. It's not a... It's not I hate you or it's out of whatever, but I just feel like that's that's not how friendship goes Works, in right. my book. Right. It's not a I'm busy, I'm busy. Cause the thing is, we're not that busy <laughs> anyway. So that's how this whole post started. And we could I'll start off by saying I've always been someone with a huge heart. And, like, when I let you in my circle, that means you mean something to me. That means I care about you. So I take friendship very seriously, probably more seriously than some people. So it's like friendship is a two-way street. If I'm always having to reach out to you, Mm -hmm. if I'm always like, oh, let's go out, if I'm, if basically it's one-sided. Right. I ain't for it. And we're not friends. And I think... Obviously, we use the word friends very loosely, just because mm-hmm. of partly because of like a social media and stuff like that. I feel like I have maybe like mm, eight friends, and then everyone else is like really good associates. <laughs> like I used to have a friendship level meter mm-hmm. when it was like level one, level two, then like my best friends. But now it's like I'm getting too old. I don't, I don't have no levels. It's you either my friend or you're not. And if you're not my friend, you're a really good associate. And, like, for me, like, this doesn't apply to, you know, like, the, mm, 
I don't want to group all childhood friends. But, like, you know, like, the friends when you was five that used to play around the corner. Okay, you're not going to talk to them all the time. you just not. And when you see them, it's cool. Like, that's fine. This does not apply to them. This applies to people that you consider close to. The people that if something was wrong, you will go to. And so, if you feel like you can come to me only when something is wrong, that's not okay with me. Because that's annoying. Because it's like, okay, so now you're only coming to me when you have problems. Right. And now I'm just going to think that your life is bad. Because you only come to me when something is wrong, but when or everything when you is, need advice, it's right. kind of a little selfish. Right, thing. it's like I'm not your therapist; I'm your friend. And so, yes, we I want to hear from you when good things are going well because I'm your friend. So I want to celebrate your successes and be there for your pitfalls. And so, don't just come to me when things are going wrong. You need help or you need advice because that's not what friendship is. Right. <laughs> you was, I thought you was about to say something. Right, but then I was going to say why they're coming to you with their problems. If you're ever feeling some type of way, mm-hmm. can you go to them in, in, in situations like that? Most of the time, no. Right. So when you feel some type of way or you need some help or guidance, you don't have nobody to talk to. So right. then, like, really, what is that? What is How is that a friendship if I don't feel comfortable to come to you mm-hmm. if I'm having an issue or I need to vent or... Even just availability. Like, I hate the whole, I'm busy, we busy. <laughs> no one is that busy. Let me tell you something right now. Shanae's logic, okay? Mm-hmm. People do what they want. Mm-hmm. I will repeat, people do what they want. No one is ever that busy. Because when you really want something in life, you'll do it. Right. When you really want to hang out with someone, you will. Because right. maybe you can't do it Tuesday. But you would make sure you'll see him, her, whatever, on Thursday. And when you have another free date. Right. So, I just hate the excuse of I'm just so busy I'm just so busy we're not that busy I follow you on social media you don't be doing nothing (laughs) like you don't be doing anything so yeah so have you I don't know if you've ever experienced this but I feel like everyone doesn't feel this way and so I think it's interesting that some people they will consider me closer to them than I consider them to me oh absolutely and I feel like that's so weird because like Especially for me, they'll call me their best friend. And so, at first, I, uh, well, like, in high school and stuff, I used to feel obligated to call them my best friend. You had a lot of best friends in high school. I did, because I felt obligated, because they thought I was their best friend. Right, right. To call them my best friend. And then it's like, why do I have ten best friends? You did. People are not my best friends. For a small (laughs) period, you had a lot. And so, it's like, I realized that, I may be the best friend to you that right. you feel like like all your expectations of a best friend are met. True. But for me, all my expectations of a best friend aren't met. So it's just like, then it's like, do I need to have a conversation with that person? Because mm. they're calling me their best friend, but they're not my best friend. Right. And so I feel like that's weird. And sometimes it can get awkward. Because like, have you ever have you ever had like girl chats with your friends? And they be like, hey girl, you're going to be my bridesmaid. I'll be at your wedding. And, and I'll be like, you ain't going to be in my Girl. <laughs> if I have one. Girl. I'll be like, I ain't even planning on inviting you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Because there'll be times where like, I'm talking to like, and I can't wait for your wedding. And we're gonna be bridesmaids, and I be thinking, huh, who said you was a bridesmaid? Or they'll say you could be a bridesmaid. It's like, I, I don't need that spot in your wedding party. I'm quite Trust all me. Right. I'm cool with being in the audience. <laughs> I'm, I'm really cool with that. Or for me, it's like, you will be in the audience. You will not be a bridesmaid. Right. Sorry. It's like, how do you, it's like, just like you said, sometimes, and I have, I've been in those situations where it's like, they're closer to me than I am to them. Mm-hmm. But I guess sometimes I feel like through the course of that, we never said anything to kind of make it Solidify. more. I guess to make, make seem, mm, I can't get my words out. We never really talked, I guess, to make sure your needs as a friend is being met. Cause yeah. it's like, you do like the person. So yeah. it's like whatever, but I definitely have those situations where like, they're way closer to me than I'm closer to them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Most of the times, I've just gone with it. Yeah, most times, I feel like I just... And I don't know if this is the best way I to I don't know it, either. But I just kind of, like, let it naturally flow. Because I do think that sometimes with friendships, they there are phases. So, it could be, like, a phase where we do talk a lot or we do hang out a lot. And then that phase will pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I feel like I just let the phase come and go. Right, you just But I'm wondering if it would be more effective to have a conversation or if they would take it wrong. I don't know, because then it's like... 
That's a good question. I feel like most people would take it wrong. I think most people would take it wrong because I think, like I said, I feel like for me, I take friendship seriously. So I feel like for me to go to someone, they would look at me cock at it. And so a lot of times, sorry, y'all, I thought I was about to cough. (laughs) When I'm feeling some type of way with a friend, unless there's a specific situation Mm -hmm. that trigger something that I'm going to talk about it like last night when we went out that wasn't cool mm-hmm. da, da. if it's an overall thing most of the time I just fall back because right. I feel like maybe my feelings are too strong maybe I'm feeling more emotional than you are because mm-hmm. you don't seem to be bothered right. you don't seem to care so for me my MO usually is like to just fall back and we just fade because I'm like whoa I'm not going to continue to put in effort and then I feel like what's the point of trying to talk about it when you you seem kind of oblivious to it all anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I just, for me, I don't usually talk about it. I think I'm going to stick with the fade. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that maybe it may not be the most morally sound way to go about it. But I think easiest, it's the though. easiest and the most efficient for me <laughs> to just let it fade away. Because I just think it's very awkward. Like, some people from high school still call me their best friend. And I'm like... I ain't talked to you in months. Like, so then sometimes I think it's like I don't know. Then people just maybe that's just how they are. Because I do. Think, then I'll be thinking they just must not have no friends. Well, you know what? I feel like at this age, I do have less friends than I've ever had before, yeah. and that happens. You get older, your priorities change, yeah. your life direction change, and yeah. then you fall off. Especially with college, because like the good thing is college brings people from all um, different states or whatever. But then when it's done. You could be like crazy separated, and you go to work with people that you don't necessarily choose to be around. Exactly, so. <laughs> and you go to work with people who aren't your friends, right? And sometimes, like, and don't I'll get it say, twisted because we not friends, we coworkers. Right. My first job, I actually made friends, right. and I still talk to them and everything. But like my current job, no, I don't have any mm-hmm. friends. And to be honest, I probably won't make any while I'm here. Like some of them are like really, really cool, mm-hmm. but. I can say yeah. this now, but at my last job, my birthday passed, and I didn't even tell them it was my birthday. So like you don't even care. <laughs> I didn't. I, right. I'm like, don't take me out to lunch because I just don't care because I feel like it'd be phony because we not friends. Like, right. Right. And right, it, right. it was like it was my it was like my third week working there. I'm just like we not even close coworkers yet. Like <laughs> we are not friends. So no, I don't care if you know it's my birthday or not. Like. We just talk about things at work. You asked me how my weekend was. It was good. I might give you a little bit more detail about it. But other right. than that, like, we don't need to go in depth because we are not friends. So now we kind of give rants of what we think. Yeah. So what is a friend? What is your friend definition, Sydney? My friend definition is it's something, like I said before, when you need me... I'm there, and when I need you, I'm there. But when we don't necessarily need each other, we're still there. It's like we choose to be together. We choose to spend time with one another. We choose to communicate because it's almost like love. After a certain point, you have to choose to fight through some stuff to stay together. Right, it's a relationship. Yeah, and so I feel like it's very similar in that way that because all friendships aren't peachy keen, I mean, even me and Shanae, we've gone through our rough patches. But you have to choose. I feel like, was there a lot? I feel like college was really hard. (laughs) Okay, so let me give y'all a little backstory. Me and Shanae, like I told y'all before, we've been best friends since seventh grade. And so, like, we went to undergrad together and we were just thinking, like. And that wasn't planned, by the way. It wasn't. People do think that. We did not plan that. but yeah. since it happened, we was like, shoot, well, let's be roommates. Why would right. we even room with a stranger? Right. Lord. And, like, my brother told me, he was like, she's your best friend. If you want to stay her best friend, don't room with her. Because he was like, it's different. Too. But when he said that to me, I kind of took offense to it. Because like, I was like, same. don't say that about same. my best friend. It Jesus. was like, you don't know her. We cool. What are you talking about? Right. When I say you don't know nobody till you live with them, they, that is very true. Jesus. It was very challenging at times. It was. Our sleep schedules are different. The mm. way we live is different. Yes. Our little annoying habits are different. Mm-hmm. And at certain times, we were driving each other crazy. Preach. There were times where, like, we really didn't talk to it was like it would be dead silent silence in that and like room. so we had a suite so it was four rooms and two bathrooms and so it was two girls in each room and so like we were cool with the other girls in our suite 
Shanae go to the other room and be arguing about, like, fussing about me. I can hear her through the wall, but I'm in my room fussing about her. That's like, what, I mean, we would get so It was irritated. a mess, y'all. But we got, through. we got through it. And like I said, we chose, because after that, really, we could have stopped being friends, Yeah, honestly. we could have. But we chose to continue to be friends. We chose to make the effort, and we chose to stick together. And I think sometimes when you really, like, I guess sometimes even for us though, even though at times like we didn't, I'm not going to say we, we would have our little, cause we never really have been in like a full screaming match. We just right. have these like tough moments, situ- moments where it's like yeah. a little tense, but I feel like I think because we care about each other, we love each other. It's hard to stay mad at each other it when is. you really, it's genuine love and stuff. So a lot of times I'd be really irritated, but then it's like. She would say something funny, and on the inside, <laughs> it's like, I don't want to laugh, I'm mad. But it's like, it's funny, so I'm going to laugh. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that, like, eases us back. Because it's like, at the end of the day, I can't not talk to her. Because right. it's like, she she's knows a part of much. my life. And she knows way too much <laughs> about me. She can ruin me. Right. So, it feels like I'm upset at her, but it's like, I need help with my math homework. So, can you just... Literally. Can you just... <laughs> Can you just help me with my math and we not be upset at each other anymore? But yeah, and I also think part of it is we didn't realize how different we are even though we are similar. Yeah. Because I think before that point, we only saw all the similarities. And then after living together, we realized how different we really are. Very di- I mean, even <laughs> down to the temperature. Oh, Jesus. I, I like Alaska. And she likes the Savannah, I did. African, <laughs> desert... I mean, lions and gazelles <laughs> walking around. And I like to be in Alaska, cold town. Mm-hmm. Like, so then when we moved forward in college, we lived in the Ville, which is yeah. like on-campus apartment. It's like a park, yeah. So we had our own room. So at that point, it was even easier because we had our own God space. God made sure we got approved for the Ville. Because he was like, I am tired of them fighting. It was so I much I need them easier. in separate rooms. Same apartment. The separate rooms. rooms. And that to this day, it's like, we probably would never live with each other again, Mm-mm. but like, we want to live close to each other. She so could live like, across the hall. Literally, that would be like, <laughs> if y'all have ever seen Will and Grace, they were best friends. They lived across the hall from each other. Yep. That would be ideal. Yep. She can pop in, I can pop mm-hmm. in, but at the end of the day, we have our space. Like, now we know how to deal with each yeah, other. Yeah, because even when we had separate rooms, so we would be better. in each other's rooms, not even doing nothing. Like, just sitting. Right. Doing homework separately. But mm-hmm. it was just still nice to have someone else there, but to still have your own space to go back to. Right. So we found what works for us, and like I said, we chose... To continue to be friends, and even now we have different dis- disagreements because we value different things. But we choose to still be friends. We choose to still communicate with each other, and we choose to always be there for one another. And so I feel like that's what friendship means to me. That was so beautiful. <laughs> now your turn for your definition. Well, I feel like friendship. Friendship, I feel like it's it's like your friend is someone you laugh with, mm-hmm. you cry with, someone who um, you call in the middle of the night, you need help, you need to come over, girl, let's go look at my boyfriend. Like, I need you to squat up. (laughs) Shout out to the freshman, the freshman (laughs) suite, because when we squatted up, we We did it instantly, no reason, nothing. We we got the Middle of the night. (laughs) Get up. I was up. I put my boots on. That's another story. We make. Um, we make. We should have a college episode. We we need. It's so many stories. We can talk about that, that particular night. But, a friend to me is just just that, just that support. Mm-hmm. Someone you have these crazy, amazing life experiences with. Mm-hmm. Someone who is your, can tell you when you are acting a fool, mm-hmm. when you need to shut up, or when you need to do. You know what I mean? Like, and for me, it's equal. Right. So whatever I'm giving into a relationship, whether it's friendship or more, I want it back to me. Right. And my expectations of people. Are because it's something that I would willingly do for you. Right. So sometimes I guess it comes down to that too because people's expectations are different. Mm-hmm. So I know I get sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, if I'm doing all of this, why like why can't you meet me halfway? But I remember one time I was talking to my mom. She's like my therapist. She's <laughs> like, what if for them, you say for you that's cool, that's minimal, no effort. This is, you know, you texting on a regular, making plans. For them, she was like, that could be so much more than what they feel is a minimum. Right. So it comes down to that. But I can say for me, I've had difficult 
difficulties with that even currently because mm-hmm. literally my minimum is different from theirs and right now I'm like fading out yeah because I get frustrated and I don't feel like dealing with it and there are certain people who I really care about haven't talked to you I don't know how long <laughs> and I think another thing I value about our friendship is that we do have different views on some things so it's like we can explain it to it better than like a stranger would be able to I yeah. feel like we can make sure it's relatable. I can, like, relate it to somebody else we know or a situation that we've been through. I can be like, well, put this in the situation, blah, blah, and explain what I feel about something that way. I feel like it's easier for us to discuss our differences and to learn from one another that way because of the friendship that we have. I just want you guys to know. I really oh, Lord. <laughs> but I want to do, like, I want to give some, I feel like we should do friendship tips. And I just have one. And this, okay. this is, like, no shade, but it may come off a little shady. <laughs> so, pre-warning. If, if, you, if you have your friend group, I don't want to learn nothing about your life on Facebook. I'm going to put that out really, like, mm. like the, that's why I say shade but no shade. It's and shade but no shade. Okay, you call it that. I feel like if we're friends and we're close friends and I know who you did yesterday, I think me me learning about something that's a great success, job, I got a new car, I'm moving, something like that. Call me crazy, but I would love to get a text, mm. a snap, mm. a DM, mm-hmm. a something. Mm. I just think, because my thing is And that's the minimum, because usually I would know that you're even thinking about moving, getting a new car. But I would know about it before it even comes to fruition. Right, and sometimes I really get irritated. There is like, I see something on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, okay, damn. I I guess I was on the list of people who needed to know. And then it's like, you posted it on Facebook. So, you know, our generation... We don't necessarily post on Facebook that much. Right. So you felt like it was important enough to go tell your mother, cousin, best friend on Facebook. Right. But you didn't feel like it was important enough for you to tell me. But we friends. Especially a lot of us have group texts and stuff. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, Ah. Among our groups. More shade, guys. I don't don't think that's shade. It's just (laughs) realism. Do we... If everyone pick up your phone right now, do you not have multiple group texts for different group friends? I mean, I have some for my cousins. Like, we all have those. Mm -hmm. So, these days, it's even easier to share your information among friends without even having to, like, individually text a whole bunch of people. Right. That's just number one. I really hate that, and I feel like if... I don't know. I find it insulting, because if I really rock with you, I feel like I shouldn't learn about you on social media. Mm Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's all I'm saying, and that's just a slight rant about our generation. Cause it's like we, it's not real unless we post it. It's right. still real, guys. That car you bought, you still bought it. And just cause you didn't post it on Facebook, don't mean the car don't exist. Okay, Mm-mm, boy. So that was my that was my tip one. Do you have another tip? I'm trying to think of what I think my tip would be that friendship and like relationships are so similar but people treat them so differently and so I feel like if people realize how similar they really are that they would value both more and they would kind of understand how to work through them better because I feel like people treat relationships so so much different than you treat a friendship when in all reality it's very similar like basically me and Shanae are married <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not even joking like that's really how it and is and divorce is not an option it's not not for us and so I really feel like if people realize how similar they are and treated them that way that many relationships and friendships would be more, more successful. I can agree because I'm I'm quick to be like deuces to a friend mm-hmm. where if I was in a relationship I would probably put in more effort. And that's what I'm saying so like I maybe totally putting in more that. effort I'm, with friends. I think sometimes we're quick to cut people off when we don't get our easy. way or we're quick to cut somebody off when we're hurt. Mm-hmm. I know that's a biggie. Mm. I do it. Yes. Um, And that's probably something we all could work on just in life because <laughs> I mean no one's perfect and most of the times I would hope most of the time if you've been hurt it wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. And I'll say in my experiences, it hasn't been intentional in most cases when a friend or even a cousin loved one has hurt my feelings. It wasn't right. on purpose. It's right. just, it happened. And yeah, having those conversations are like so important, even for the situations where they expect less of you as a friend and you expect more. Having that understanding so that 
if they want to, they can put the eff- put in the effort to do more. Because I know that we've even had those conversations where it's like, okay, we don't hang out enough. And if we're going to keep being friends, we need to make this change. Like, yeah, we used to have date night. Yeah, we've had those. We, like, and we had, it was like every Wednesday we, we scheduled it because it was like, we need to make put in the effort to make this happen. But before that, it, we had to have the conversation to say, this isn't working. Similar to a relationship to that say. That is so true. She's yeah. literally my wife. Um, that's, I'm being so serious because it's like when my expectations don't match what you're putting out, you have to have that conversation. And so relationship, friendship, like it's the same. And so I think that everyone should treat them the same. And my, I have another tip too. Since we are getting older and like we're changing and stuff, I would hope don't get mad at your friend for her other friend groups. Mm-hmm. I've seen that play out mm-hmm. many a times, yeah. and it's like don't, that doesn't mean she don't love you or right. he don't. It's like because I feel like I have different groups mm-hmm. too, yeah. and that's I feel like everyone does, but I feel like sometimes people really take it to heart, mm-hmm. or if like you have two best friends, it's like which one do you love more? It, it becomes the a love thing. is different. Right, sometimes it's a different type, but I feel like don't like ping, don't even start that type of mess. Right, and just be grown up about it and realize that you're going to have different friend groups because we're not in school anymore. So we don't meet all the same people in the same place. Right. And so you're going to have different friends. You may travel with them. You may do even different activities with them in the same state. But, like, don't be jealous. And, I mean, if you want to start doing those activities with me too, you know, speak up. So I feel like it's like... You know, I'm going to get my psychology on. It's probably a slight insecurity because, like, mm. maybe they feel they're being replaced. Yes. Yep. And so, like we said, it all comes down to communicating that to say, because I'll tell Sydney, I'll be like, you don't F with me no more. I'll literally text her that. Yep. You, don't, you don't F with me no more. Yep. She goes, no, it's not that. I'm like, then what's the deal? <laughs> like, it's, it's it, that's... That's literally our conversation. It is. So it's like, it comes down to that. Yeah. Um, it's really a place of So that, that's one of my tips. Because it's like, I see that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't my friend that much. She my best friend. It's like, guys. And like I said before, there up. are phases to relationships. Sometimes you're going to be all up in these others' face every day. And sometimes you're not. That does not mean that I value you any less. True. But that just means that. Right now, I may be really focused on working out, so I may have less time in my schedule. Like, your life changes, your life progresses, so there will be ups and downs, but don't make it, don't don't feel like our relationship is any different just because I didn't even realize that we were spending less time together. Speak up, so then I can adjust and make necessary, necessary changes. So, then, lastly, I want to talk about, like, how do you know when a friendship is over, and do you feel like you need <sighs> to end it? Or is it once again one of those situations where you, you be wanting to fade away? Because I feel like sometimes I like closure. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I want to have a conversation where it's like, it's no beef, but mm-hmm. we're not friends anymore. Yeah. But I feel like that's super harsh. And it I don't is. think no one really does it. You just fade out. Yeah. So I, I'm going to have two answers. I feel like the best way to do it is to have a conversation. However, I don't do things the best way all the time. I'm going to be honest. You fade out. So I usually, yeah, I fade out because I am a non-confrontational person. And so even when I should have those conversations, I usually take the route where I don't need to. Like, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I don't handle it the best way. And I do feel like the conversation needs to be had. But, like, I just, I'd rather wait. Or I wait for them to start the conversation. Mm. Like, and I, I, I think that is something that I need to work on because I got some friendships dangling in the wind right now. Ah! But, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm a non-confrontational person, like I said. <laughs> dangling in the wind. I enjoy that. I and enjoy so that. I do feel like a conversation does need to be had because maybe the friendship can continue. Maybe it can be mended or maybe it's just like, it's, it's not that deep and it's done. Right. Um, so maybe I will go have some of those conversations this week, guys, but uh, I'm going to be like 85% sure that I'm not. Uh, <laughs> because I, I, and I'm, I'm telling, I'm being honest. It's probably not the best way to handle it, but that's just me. I think sometimes under the circumstance, if it wasn't something that just outwardly bad happened, like, mm-hmm. you slept with my boyfriend, or, like, <laughs> you stole money from me. Like, those things <laughs> where you can, like, actually pin it and be like, 
I don't want to be no friend no more. You yeah. a thief. You a hoe. That I feel like those are conversations that are easy. Those to are have. fine, but I guess sometimes if it's an overall change, mm-hmm. or if you're really hurt by something, it could be hard to even address it. Yeah. But I still think, especially if you've been hurt, like I said, I think in most cases when you're hurt by someone, it's not always intentional. So I do think it brings value for them to know. That because I feel like one thing me and my friend have a conversation. Morgan, shout you out, girl. We talk about communication, how we talk, mm-hmm. and she's very short and like rigid. Like so, for me, where I'm like, you know, maybe that dress isn't flattering. She'll be like, "Girl, you look fat." <laughs> so you know what I mean. So and that's cool. That's she's blunt, right? Right. So, but depending. And I on, thought you was blunt, Lord. No, but she's like, yo, and she would agree. And I'm gonna tell her to listen to this. She's more. She's just a little bit more frank, a little bit more like Straight when it comes to, to stuff like that. Yeah. Where I'll try to at certain times soften my approach because it's not. What you say is how you say it. Mm-hmm. So, like, even times me and her had not had arguments, but she's talked to me, and I'm like, sheesh, that's mean. I, I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> like that. Like, you know, and if I didn't say anything, she wouldn't necessarily know that what she said mm-hmm. was hurtful. Right. Because for her, it could have came from a caring place, mm-hmm. or for her, she wasn't trying to hurt my feelings or make me feel some type of way. She truly, that's just how she is. Right. So it's like, it took me saying, hey, could you soften it up? <laughs> and so, and vice versa, in situations where I've had to like be more blunt with someone, mm-hmm. I think that can help. But I don't know. I feel like if you feel like you're hurt and you need closure and you don't want to be friends with someone, I think you should talk about it because I feel like it gives value to the person so they know what they could what they're possibly doing to hurt someone mm-hmm. and then you can get closure. I'm big on closure. I think when you don't have it, it like it's something that can kind of sit with you and I just don't like I don't like unfinished business. Yeah. I just had a thought about having the separate friend groups. How do you feel about like for example, I have two best friends and I had a bad argument with one best friend and I go to the other best friend to talk about it and they may not necessarily be friends, but it could change the way that they think about me hanging out with them. Ah. And so I feel like sometimes you do need that unbiased party to kind of vent to and see if what you did was correct. But at the same time, it can change that relationship between those two. And, like, if your birthday's coming up and you want all of y'all to hang out, yeah. they might not get along because yeah. now they know about that one argument you had. And that could have been the only one argument that y'all had. Um, I think I think when it comes to, like, bringing friend groups, you know how I feel about this. Yeah. I particularly don't like to. Right. Unless you have to. Right. And to me, those are, like, a couple occasions. Like, Birthdays, graduation, weddings, birthday, weddings. Baby showers. You know, stuff like that where, <laughs> like, you want all your friend groups. I personally don't really like mixing my friend groups because I've had situations where, like, one, don't get along with the other. Mm-hmm. It makes it awkward. I don't like being in the middle. Plus, sometimes, for friendly people, like... Sydney's friendly, and I'll mm-hmm. even shout out Dion. He's really friendly. Then my friend groups attach to my other friend and you be like, and then we're like this big group, and it's like, <laughs> no, I didn't want that. And, and it's, it's like you wanted them to be cool with that one event, but I, I don't didn't want y'all to be friends. friends. <laughs> where it's like you like, did you see her on Instagram? It's like, excuse me, you follow her on Instagram? <laughs> when 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 did that happen? Y'all friends now? I feel like that's a natural progression of life. No, I get it but like I do like to keep my friend groups sometimes separate because it's like my friends groups are kind of different and what we talk about joke about or we'll say what we like to do is Mm -hmm. different do you know what I mean yeah because like I have friends I like to kick it and party with and but then I have friends where it's like I like going to dinner and like having a really great conversation with or Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go shopping with you know what I mean like you don't travel with every friend they're like your ideal travel buddies Mm -hmm. it's like that so sometimes when you form the group it's like I don't want everybody to like each other because then it's like now I gotta hang out with all y'all at the same time so what about the the venting sessions but that I feel like it's the same like the boyfriend thing Mm mm-hmm when you come and like he's such a jerk he did this and that and then we go out and now I'm like side out on your boyfriend it's really hard because it's like as a friend we'll say I'm the friend you told me about your other friend right, right? it's hard because it's like you were hurt mad whatever and I'm on your side so I'm on your side right. and I love you and now I want to see you hurt or whatever so you do look at that person with a side eye but my rule of thumb is this 
because I've been in those types of situations before. Right. Vent to me, come to me, and I'll try to be as unbiased as I can. Mm-hmm. And so I'll try to say, well, do you think they meant it that way? Right. Do you, do you, are you sure that's what they meant? Have they ever done this before? So it's like sometimes now when I'm giving advice about other people, I try to be kind of on their side a little bit to mm-hmm. make them think a little bit because I am harsh. I'm like a mama bear. So like, I won't like it. Mm-hmm. I straight up won't. So I try not to do that anymore. But I feel like the friends shouldn't do that because I feel like we all do make mistakes and I feel like at the same time you could go to your best friend about me right? because we had an argument. It's right. the same thing. And so I feel like you have to be understanding you have both to, sides. During that venting session as the unbiased friend you have to truly be unbiased. Like take yourself out of it for a second and not be the protective friend and be truly unbiased and give opinions without you know kind of side-nodding the person next time. And I think those conversations are the best to be blunt, because it's like, mm-hmm. well, she said this, she said this, she did this, and it's like, did she really say it like that? Right. Because sometimes when you're upset, we do exaggerate, and right. we do make things, sometimes we make things extra, mm-hmm. where it's like, she probably really didn't say it like that, but you're pissed, so that's how it's And even out if she me. said it like that, she probably didn't mean it like that. Right. Like, so it's like those types of things. Okay. I think we covered everything with friendship being a two-way street. This one's a little longer. Look at that. I got passionate about this topic. <laughs> and we also went off on a couple of tangents and rants. But if you guys have different approaches to anything that we said or opinions on our approaches, let us know. You know, the regular comment, like, repost, share. And I feel like we get comments independently. Yes. Can y'all please post them on the page? <laughs> <laughs> Please, like I, I would say, shout out to you know my friends and Sydney's friends. Like y'all listen and like sometimes y'all text us. Oh, it was great. I thought it was funny. Can y'all say that on the page so other people think we funny? <laughs> yeah, because like um, I know SoundCloud, iTunes doesn't have it, but SoundCloud has a feature for you to like comment during different parts in the um while you're listening. And even if you don't agree, we want to hear if you don't agree with what we're saying too. Mm-hmm. I mean. We're open. We're not like you have to like everything we say type of people. Right. We just want to hear your thoughts. Also, if you need any advice or you have questions or you have like different topics you want to hear our opinions about, message us. Message us. Is that how you say it? Why well, I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Message? That's I think that's correct. Oh, Lord. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, message us on the site or here. Comment so we can like, you know, tell the shows around our listeners. Yes. And also we... Post blogs throughout the week about topics that we don't necessarily talk about on our show. So also keep an eye out for those. You can subscribe to our blog at goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com so that you'll get an email notification every time we post a new blog. Because we have opinions on different topics that all the time. we just don't have a time to cover in this podcast because then you would be here all day long. And follow us on Instagram. Good yes. girls behaving badly. Right now, that's the only like social media thing we have. Mm-hmm. So it's like really easy. We're not telling you to follow us on four different sites. No, one site that you're already on. Look at God. How about that? Mm. Look us up. Good girls behaving badly, and then you can like us. And then if you really like us, you can like our individual pages. Yes. What I, is your Instagram name? Tale of Two Cities. It's not spelled like city state. It's spelled S Y D D I E S. Okay, and <laughs> my name is Patrice Knowles, so it's, and my Patrice is not spelled normal, it's P-A-T-R-E-S-E, Knowles. So yes, follow us, and all that jazz. So, thank you for listening to our fourth podcast about friendship being a two-way street. If you think we good girls, you're right. If you think we behave badly sometimes, you're right about that too. Thank you for listening, and talk to you next time.